Welcome to Cannabis Health Radio, a podcast where we share stories from people around the world who are using cannabis as medicine. The information is meant to raise awareness about the health benefits of cannabis, but should not be taken as medical advice. Now, here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. Welcome to another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Yelland. You recall on our podcast last week, we got a email from a listener who said, Corey, I see you as the Mother Teresa of the natural world. Corey, are you walking around dressed as Mother Teresa? Got my habit on. <laughs> uh, Corey, we, got, we also got uh, an email this morning, as a matter of fact, from Andrew. He said, just wanted to say, love all the podcasts. Really inspiring to see how people are using cannabis oil and dietary changes, which is really the key to help them deal with uh, their cancers, which is very good. We thank you, Andrew. And before we get to our guest, I want to let listeners know that you can help us spread the word about the amazing, often life-saving health benefits of cannabis just by sharing this podcast or writing a review or rating us. We're very appreciative of everyone who has already done that. And we'd also like to thank those of you who support the show by making a one-time donation or even a monthly donation to our Patreon page. You can do that for as little as $5 a month. That helps to keep us running. And you'll find out how to do that on our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. And thank you for your support. It means so much. Now to our guest. It was three years ago we first interviewed today's guest, and at the time he told us about a host of health issues, degenerative disc disease, scoliosis, sciatica, osteoporosis, too many to mention, actually, and let's throw in seizures there as well. And joining us for Virginia to tell his story is Garrett Vogel. Garrett, did I leave any health problems out in that introduction? Yeah, I have with the osteoporosis, also osteoporosis. But I have over a dozen vertebral fractures, ranging from compression to burst fracture, that all happened in my sleep. They were non-traumatic events. And the doctors were like, if you fell from something, like, you got to, like, let us know. And I was like, you can ask, like, my now ex-wife, but, I'm like, you can ask my wife. I just woke up in, like, screaming pain. And they found that my bones uh, were just, like what they told me a postmenopausal asian woman and they were like we haven't seen this before and so they started looking more into actual agent orange exposure from my dad in vietnam and they've been finding more and more that my dad being exposed to agent orange gotten into his dna and got into my uh like got into my dna mm -hmm. and just all of a sudden it was like a time bomb went off and my body just like exploded like everything just exploded and ever since then like i've just been using cannabis to be able to help me and especially like when i was able to get some things under control with cannabis i was able to actually like be able to move around better i wasn't i wasn't having to take all these pills and all this kind of stuff, I was actually, I found my quality of life really improved once I started using cannabis for, for my pain, for my seizures, for, I get really severe nausea from pain too. 
And that's that's one of the best things for nausea. <laughs> Let's go back to the, the beginning here. You actually, you're rolling over in bed would actually break some bones in your body? Yep. And they would say it would be the equivalent of someone falling three or four stories. And I would just roll over and bam, and it would just burst. Oh, my God. Now, going through this, what was your mental attitude like? I thought I was going insane. Like, I thought, I thought the whole world around me was, like, going insane because my whole life I played college baseball. I was a scratch golfer. All this stuff, I would carry my bag 36 holes in a day. Like, sometimes no back problems, nothing. And then all of a sudden, just all these things were hitting me. And I just didn't know if I was, like, what was going on. And doctors were, like, wondering, like, what you know like what happened and so when they started doing all these tests they were like we really don't even know where to start like we don't even know because you can't get surgery like the bones mm -hmm. the bones wouldn't be withstand the, the surgery and so they're like you're just gonna have to kind of live with this and i'm like mm, i don't think so <laughs> i think yeah. i'm gonna live with it in a different way in a much healthier way Garrett, do you remember the first time this happened with it, with you getting broken a broken bone or a fractured bone? And what was it that you fractured? Probably, I would say about like 12 years ago was the first time that I woke up with a burst fracture and um, in, in my lumbar. And then it started to progressively like happen more and more. And it started like, it would probably be about every two months. I'd wake up with a new fracture and the doctors started to get to know me at the ER and were like, again, Garrett? And they're like, I, I don't know what's going on. I'm taking vitamin D, I'm taking calcium, all this stuff. And they're like, your body doesn't seem to be absorbing it or anything. And I was like, okay. And so I started using cannabis oil um, in conjunction with um, vitamin D and calcium and found that my body actually started to absorb it better like um and and as i found that um uh when your endocannabinoid system is really like working and creating homeostasis in our body that it allows a lot of these like medications and stuff to work better and easier on our system because all need all our system needs is like a little push in the right direction to be able to have like homeostasis or be able to have you know everything just clicking at the at the correct you know the correct valves and all that and being able to work correctly so i've really found that since using using the oil in conjunction with my medications i've i have i haven't had i've had to been able to stay away from some of the harder medications like uh, pain medicines um some some other some other um, medications that they use for stuff, strengthening bones and stuff like that um haven't had to use those um sometimes those can be bad for your liver and your stomach and so mm -hmm. i just try to keep it as natural as possible and my doctors have really started to be like started to become believers when they've seen my scores go up this much and the only thing that's really changed is how regular my oil regimen is that i take it three times a day compared to when i just needed it for pain or whatever and so when i started that regimen i found that my bones started 
increase like increasing in mass and would have less fractures. And since starting it three times a day, I haven't had a fracture. And that's crazy because, I mean, they were coming all the time. And then once I started that, boom, no more. How many fractures do you have or have you had, you figure? I had over 15 vertebral fractures. There were a few times that it would be like I'd wake up and it would be like three, four at a time. I would say about like 12 to 15 because there's some in there that are – spondylolisthesis and they got a little bit of like a compression fracture but not enough for it to be technically compression fracture and but it's really been focused a lot on my spine and stuff and I have osteonecrosis in my knees which is just dead bone and that my knees don't really give me that much trouble now before I was having to go and get them like uh when they would take out the fluid and stuff, I would have to get that done like every month. And now it's been about like six, eight months since I've needed my knee drained. That's the word drained. And it's really just been help helping my whole body and even like my ability to sleep with pain. And so it's the cannabis oils really help my whole endocannabinoid system and my immune system too. And it's just been it's really been crazy. And I mean, my, my whole family has started to really like see it in firsthand. And now they're like, Hey, there's something behind this now. Like this isn't just, you know, some kind of backwoods medicine or something like that. This is showing real results and not just in me, but with other people we know that have had cancer and stuff and used cannabis oil and it's helped their, it helped them, be able to create apoptosis with a lot of those tumors and leave the healthy cells alone and but go after the the cancer cells and Garrett was uh, your father who was exposed to Agent Orange in Vietnam is he still alive No unfortunately he's not he had prostate cancer and he we were going to get him started on a regimen but he also um he had his knees replaced and the VA didn't give him a very good physical regiment and he built up what he got blood clots and uh, mm-hmm. died suddenly. Unfortunately, it was that was a big hit, but he was a big supporter of me using cannabis and he was like I've he's like I've seen it work with a lot of people in my VA group and my like Vietnam group. They yeah. would talk about it and he'd be like they all talk about how it helps them go to sleep, helps them with their PTSD and their anxiety and stuff. He's like, I'm definitely going to try it. Yeah. And unfortunately. You know, <laughs> we've interviewed uh, a, a number of veterans uh, of the Iraq war who have uh, been on uh, so many medications. And when they switched to cannabis, things started just to come together. Now, when you were, were dealing with this issue before cannabis, you were on fentanyl, were you? Oh, yeah. Yep. I was on the highest uh, fentanyl patch that they made. And I'm, I'm honestly, I look back on it and I'm so blessed to be alive after like, t- after t- being on fentanyl for a few years and being on that high of a dose. And there are people out there dying from touching it. And it's like, <laughs> I'm just so happy that I got away from that. 
Garrett, have you been suffering from uh, health issues all of your life is my first question. And secondly, one of the things you mentioned was seizures. Are these seizures a form of epilepsy? Do we know what the cause is of them? And when did you start having the seizures? The seizures? Um, well, I was actually my whole life, I've been pretty healthy. The only thing I kind of had problems with, I'd have like stomach problems where, you know, like nervous stomach, you know, just kind of things like that where I, if I, when I get anxiety, my stomach would get a little upset, but nothing that I wasn't able to control through like breathing or like things like that. But a lot of these health problems started really coming when I was 26, about 26 years old. All of them just kind of like cascaded. And one of the reasons they think I had seizures, I haven't had a seizure, knock on wood, in over a year. But they, one of the reasons they think it was was because of all the fractures through my back that I wasn't sending signals properly like through my central nervous system and that I just wasn't getting the right signals through. And um, since being especially like on a CBD dose too, that's helped me a lot with my seizures and like since then I've it's been great it's it's been so much better than having to take the medication that makes me feel totally out of it yeah. <laughs> Garrett what does a typical day look like for you as far as cannabis medication usually when I wake up the kind of the joke is around my house is when I first wake up I'm usually not feeling too well. I have a little bit of nausea from like, I have really bad indigestion at night and stuff from some of the medications that I do have to take. And that's kind of in the morning leaves me with an upset stomach. And in the morning is usually when I'll first like take my first dose and I'll usually take like two puffs off of a vape pen. And the vape pen is what helps me with my nausea, like right away, like pretty much Right after that, I can like take a breath and be okay. I don't feel like I throw up, <laughs> and it's like, and it also kind of helps with that morning anxiety feeling from waking up in so much pain. And with the oil dose, that helps me get through through the morning and helps me get into the afternoon with keeping like a baseline pain level, keeping it down at like three, four, instead of it reaching up seven, eight, nine, you know, where it can be really debilitating for my everyday activities, you know, and I kind of just titrate throughout the day, like a couple hits here and there. If I, I take oil about like a, about a grain of rice, I about at least three times a day. And if I need to, I'll go up to like five, six times a day. And as I need it. And it just, it helps with me being able to have, when I have a uh, flare up pains that kind of go past the baseline, having that in my system helps me be able to control it more with being able to not have to smoke so much. I already have some cannabis in my system that all I need is a hit or two. And it helps my body be able to start to relax a little bit and be like, okay, we can like relax. We can, you know, sit down and not have to every move we make like, ouch, 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 <laughs> you know, so. Garrett, with all these fractures, were you in a wheelchair at any time? Yes, for a very, sh for a very short period. They told me to use the wheelchair as I, as I needed it. And 
for me, I'm bigger on PT. I'm very big on being able to get up and move around and make mm-hmm. sure, like, lay bones might may not be very strong, but I can do some about the muscles supporting it. So what I did was I just got up more and more and did more and more PT for my legs and my lower back and stuff, and then was able to get out of the wheelchair and now I'm able just to get around with, with just a, a hand. I'm sorry. Uh, the cane? Correct. Yeah, hand correct. cane. Yeah. Yeah. Now, going through what you went through, which is, you know, it sounds horrific with all these fractures that you've experienced and being on fentanyl. What was the lowest point for you in all this? The lowest point really was uh, when all these fractures were happening I had no idea what was causing it and had no idea how to treat it. And when I was um, having to go, when I was having to go through all this and I was having to go through staying in hospitals for three, four days and them just giving me these, all these medications, all these medications that, you know, would just make me feel like I was, I was in la la land. And it really made me feel like I had no control over how I was treating myself because mm-hmm. it felt like the doctors were like, nope, we're going to take this over. You have no, you have no real say. You have to take these medicines. You have to do what we're saying and, you know, all that. And that, that really got to be a low point. And that's also when I found through a, um, a great friend being able to use cannabis oil on a regular basis. And it was like night and day because I would feel, I would feel absolutely awful. Like I would just feel like I'd want to throw up from the pain being so bad sitting down. The pain would, it felt like all the pain would just go straight down to where um, my sacrum is. And I Mm. have fractures down there and it feels like all of them go down there. And so Lidocaine patches have helped a lot, but the main thing that's helped a lot with like with my pain control and keeping it at a baseline has been cannabis oil. And sometimes I'll go a little bit more than like a grain of rice, depending on the pain. But for the most part, through my mucous membrane, I'll just hold it through there, like underneath my tongue and just let it get in there. And it's great for being able to keep my pain at a baseline level to where I don't have to worry about, you know, taking a step down a stair and then all of a sudden seeing stars because you're in so much pain. And You know, Garrett, given this horrific uh, condition that you uh, went through and are living through but has improved, did you ever think of taking your own life? There were periods where I thought, that you know what like maybe life would be better you know like like i wouldn't be such a i wouldn't be such a um like a down yeah Yeah. burden all my friends and like all my family and especially like i really didn't want to i don't like i have a daughter and i didn't want my daughter having to grow up with like the oh my dad's handicapped you know like my dad can't really do anything with me you know stuff like that and there's there was a point where i kind of was you know i was thinking those i was thinking those thoughts because you know when you're in that much pain and you're going through that much you you really worry about 
how others are, you know, being affected. And I was like, and I, you know, I just thought about it and I, I taught, I got a, I was talking to a good therapist and talked to my best friend and stuff. And they were like, they're like, Garrett with you, they're like the way you, the, how passionate you are about cannabis and how much you try to like spread the word about it. You've helped so many other people that have like gone through stuff and like you've helped me find ways of being able to handle it that I wouldn't have been able to do if I didn't listen to you. And so that's when I was like, well, you know what, maybe I need to like throw myself into learning more about cannabis. Yeah. It's very interesting. If you hadn't discovered cannabis, where do you think you'd be today? What kind of life would you have? I, uh, if I was alive, I think it would be living every six to eight hours. You know what I mean? From dose to dose to dose, you know, I really think that's what it would have turned me into because they had no other way of treating my pain other than through pills. And I was like, I don't, you know, like I, I've been given, um, 14, I've been given 14 pain pills and that's lasted me a year. And I only take them when it's like 10 on 10 pain and it's just, you know, too much as I can take. And even then I rarely, I'll take like a half of it and don't really take it that much. But if I wasn't, if it wasn't for cannabis, I definitely would be. I probably would be dead by now, <laughs> either by accident or just by overdose. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I was reading yesterday. This came. It says marijuana is now is safer than alcohol and cigarettes and is less addictive than technology. Americans say in a new survey. I uh, read that. Yeah, isn't this interesting? Americans consider yeah. marijuana to be significantly less dangerous than cigarettes, alcohol, and opioids. And they say cannabis is less addictive than each of those substances, as well as technology, according to a new poll, the survey released by the American Psychiatric Association. And uh, it says, with respect to marijuana, 38 percent said that it is very or somewhat unsafe. Well, I'd say those those 38 percent don't know anything about it. People were far yeah. <laughs> more like people were far more likely to regard cigarettes as unsafe. Eighty four, alcohol sixty four percent, prescription opioids sixty six percent, non prescription opioids seventy five percent, and vapes seventy six percent. The only thing that people said was safer than marijuana was technology, which only twenty three percent described as very or somewhat unsafe. But Further down in the story, what really shocked me was that in 2022, in the United States, opioids killed more than 100,000 people. And I find that absolutely shocking. Here's cannabis, which has not killed anybody. Zero. And And I just can't believe that in the United States and other jurisdictions around the world, marijuana is considered to be one of the most toxic substances we can take when it is not. It is safe. Anyway, I just found that story really fascinating. And you obviously saw it, right? Oh, I saw that as well. And one of the other things that always gets me 
though, um, when they talk about like prescription drugs and stuff, most people don't realize that methamphetamine is a schedule two drug. They use it as a ADHD drug. There's one that actually has methamphetamine. It's called desoxin or something. And it actually like when you do a drug test comes up as methamphetamine. And they use it for ADD. And I'm like, are you kidding me? When CBD could be helping more, but Mm -hmm. you want to put them on these dangerous stimulants that can affect their heart when they're young, their growth, their weight, all that kind of stuff. And with these opiates, these especially non-prescription opiates out there, that with this fentanyl, you like don't even have to ingest it. You can touch it and it can harm you. And it's scary. Like those and the and people are thinking that cannabis is up there with that is insane because I've I've seen it save more lives than I've ever seen it put it in danger. I've seen more people's lives fall apart because of social media than I ever saw from somebody saying like, oh, they smoke too much or they use too much cannabis or something. Like I've seen so many relationships, so many friendships fall apart because of social media. And I've seen so many friendships and like true, like, fr- like, heart, like deep friendships come together through cannabis, especially like me and my best friend who we've been friends for over 20 years. He, he was the first one to suggest that I use cannabis because I was having like stomach problems, nausea. He was like, you need to try this instead of all those pills they're always giving you. Yeah. And so, yep, and he introduced me to it. And ever then I was like, yep, <laughs> I'm a believer. <laughs> the story I love is the one that uh, Corey told me about the late Bob Melamede and a friend of his who had uh, an issue and Bob hadn't seen him in a while. And he says, he said, boy, you don't look well. Are you taking the cannabis oil? And the guy says, no, I haven't. Bob said, you got to get back on it. And Corey, what did you take, 40 grams at once? At one time, yeah, 40 grams. And you'd think, oh, my God. What did uh, Bob say, the fellow was? Bob said, so as you can see, you can't die from this. And then I said, well, oh, my gosh, Bob, what was he like? And he goes, I was unable to communicate effectively with him for quite some time. (laughs) (laughs) But once that passed, he was... Yeah, once that passed, he was clear. Yeah, he went back to the doctor and he was clear. Yeah. That's that's great. Yeah, I mean, we interviewed the daughter of uh, a gentleman here who was 83 and Corey had lung cancer. Lung and kidney. Lung and kidney cancer. And uh, 83, started taking a gram a day right off the bat. Right uh, off the bat. Went up yeah. to two grams a day, and but he started, his pee was starting to turn green. <laughs> and then they cut it back to one a day, one gram a day, and uh, he got the all clear. Unfortunately, he passed um, a couple about months three, ago. No, not even that long about, yeah. three, about three weeks, two months ago. Yeah, but his yeah. his family sent you a note saying thank you for giving him an extra two years. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty amazing. I mean, you know, he basically he was elderly, right? Yeah, you know? and yeah. he was tired. You know, his wife admitted he was tired. He, you know, he was ready. So, it's but cool. he got his trip and he got his camping trip, and yeah, it was pretty amazing that one. Yeah, it gave him his quality of life back for those past exactly. couple of years. 
Exactly. That, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, it's good to see that your quality of life, are you improving steadily or are you just kind of maintaining? I'm improving steadily. It's taking a while, but my scores have gotten back into being like more towards the normal range. I still have, I'll still have osteoporosis and stuff, but like the generation isn't as fast as they thought it would be since using the cannabis oil with vitamin D, calcium, and like a very healthy diet and um, PT that they've, that they found like my doctors have said, they're like, Hey, we thought you by this time, we thought you would be in a much worse situation. Like we thought you would be, that we would have a whole lot more fractures. We thought by this time you would be definitely um, needing daily care, you know, at the, and I'm like, Hey, I'm telling you, it's, it's like, it's way of life. It's mental health too. But a lot of it is just making sure that you're, you're stimulating your endocannabinoid system to be able to fight off and improve your system and your whole body. And it's because that's, what's crazy is it goes towards so many elements of your body that it can help. And it's honestly been the best medicine I've found. And my mom now, who's, um, she's starting to get older and starting to, you know, starting to get aches and pains has been like, you know what, I'm, I'm thinking about starting cannabis. <laughs> Before she was one of those people that, you know, she was a, the reefer madness kind of person and when she <laughs> work in person and also see it help for my uncle who'd served four tours to in Iraq, to in Afghanistan when he came back home and me and him got together, his PTSD went from like having a gun under like his bed, uh, being yeah. able to sleep with like his door open and not having no nightmares, anything like that. And it's, it's been amazing how it's been able to help so many different people for so many different problems. Yeah. Garrett, your story is an inspiration to others who have aches and pains and want to alleviate or minimize them. And we appreciate you doing this again, and we wish you all the best in the future. Thanks very much. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Garrett. Before we go, I want to let our listeners know that you can help us spread the word about the amazing, often life-saving health benefits of cannabis just by sharing the podcast writing a review, or rating us. We very much appreciate uh, the help of everyone who's done that already. And we really like the five-star ratings. We'd also like to thank those of you who support the show by making a one-time donation or a monthly donation on our Patreon page, which you can do for as little as $5 a month. It helps to keep us running. You'll find out how to do that on our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Thank you for your support. It means so much to us. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. Thanks for listening to Cannabis Health Radio. For more information and to search previous podcasts, visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This podcast is made possible by donations from our listeners. If you found the information helpful, please consider making a donation in any amount through our website. 
You can also help us share our message by leaving a review on your podcast listening platform. We are very grateful for your support. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.